to Oklahoma Strange. My voice sounds kind of weird because I spent an hour and a half panic screaming last Tuesday. <laughs> Today I'm joined by... Michael. Again, because you know. Um, Today we're going to talk about Oklahoma Bigfoot and then another one that I'm kind of keeping a surprise until it comes up. So, we'll hop to it, I guess. So, January 25th of this year, Oklahoma state lawmaker Rep. Just <laughs> Representative Justin Humphrey introduced a bill to create Bigfoot hunting season. <laughs> it does require a license, but it also requires a $25,000 reward for Bigfoot's capture. <laughs> wow, they are hurting for money. That is pretty much exactly what it's for. It's uh, aimed to increase tourism in uh, southeastern Oklahoma. And it plays to a myth that's been increasing in popularity. So. Yeah. And uh, it's not Barry Eisler. Wait. Barry Eisler? Yeah, the, like, the, from Dresden Files. That's not Barry Eisler, is it? I thought Barry Ashley was the spy guy. Yeah, he is. I can't remember his name now. But yeah, uh, he did like a whole series about Dresden the Wizard meeting up with Bigfoot on OU campus. <laughs> That's cute. And also, yeah, on brand for that particular writer, I feel like. Yep. Um, so, I'm going to probably mispronounce this the name of this town and kind of don't care because I've never heard about it and I've never heard it out loud. Uh, Hanobia, Oklahoma, hosts the annual Hanobia Bigfoot Festival and Conference featuring live music, arts and crafts, games, nature walks, food, family entertainment, so no Bigfoot thirst traps, and an <laughs> art show. Would that be a furry thirst trap if someone was dressed up as Bigfoot? I would say yes. Anyways. <laughs> um, you can bring your own ATV for Bigfoot ATV rides and attend church services. We found Bigfoot, so now we need to find Jesus. I guess so. They seem to lose him a lot. Which one? Both, I guess. <laughs> Guest speakers include uh, Harvey Pratt and Scott Nelson, neither of which I've heard of until researching this, and they don't come up again, like, in any of the research. Wow. Uh, but D.W. Lee is the executive director of the Mid-America Bigfoot Research Center, and he claims to have 26 different encounters with Bigfoot, or what he believes to be Bigfoot. Someone dressed up in a Bigfoot outfit with him bent over a log? I I didn't hear that one, or read that one, rather. Oh, I'm just assuming. Allegedly, one happened with 12 other eyewitnesses present. So, he was on a hunt with another researcher who coached wrestling, and they brought the athletes with them on a Bigfoot hunt. Someone spiked the punch. Um, eventually while trekking through the woods, they began to see and hear things, which so weird, so weird that you would see and hear things in nature. <laughs> and then they all claimed to, quote, smell something horrible. 
Yeah, probably something dead or something's poop. Like, to be perfectly honest, you're gonna come across some things that don't smell good outside. You're yeah, also gonna come yeah. across things that make noise Oh, and I was move. just thinking corpse and a bear. <laughs> That's... Gross. Um, according to Lee, quote, we smell what we know was a local Bigfoot. He smells like four-week-old dead fish. Then hood heard footsteps in the creek. We turned our flashlights just as the Bigfoot stepped out of the creek and stood on a bank behind a V-shaped tree. We got on the radio and told the others to bring everything that shines. They couldn't believe it once they got there. <laughs> and... <laughs> Like, it's just funny to me, the whole four-week-old dead fish. Like, that is very specific. Yeah. Not like, like, month-old dead fish. Like, four weeks exactly. Like, 21 days. <sighs> that would be three weeks. I know. Oh, you're right. You're 28 right. Days. 28 days. I'm 28 sorry. 28 days later, Bigfoot ate a fish. 28 days earlier, Bigfoot ate a fish. Yeah. I don't do math so good. Um... <laughs> Lee claims Bigfoot to be inhumanly fast and that the creature was gone almost instantly. Um, it's called active camouflage and advanced technologies. Um, so he's a brute from Halo. Yeah, something like that, I guess. Another Bigfoot researcher also has a story from the area in Adair County. From 2010... About something nearly nine feet tall and the color of a possum. So Bigfoot has a bald tail. I, The color of a possum doesn't mean that he has a tail. It just means it's like that gray kind of color, I guess. I'm assuming. Are you ready for this story? We're still on Bigfoot, right? Yep, we're still okay. doing Bigfoot. Does it get more extravagant? Not really. It's just really funny to me because like they're very similar stories quote me and a friend of mine were up in boston mountain area and we were driving back to town we were out doing research and we were having to go to walmart to pick up a piece of equipment we needed we were driving down a dirt road near stillwell we saw what we initially thought was a raccoon until we noticed the road dropped off six feet at that spot as we got closer it stood up and walked away <laughs> i love that they're that they use stuff from walmart yeah that's hardcore researching i mean like basic office supplies or maybe a decent camera mm -mm. but Anything beyond that? I guess plaster, if you're taking prints, maybe, you can get the stuff to make that. But it's just funny to me that they wouldn't, like, you know, have a special, like, spot with all of their supplies that they would just go to. I don't know. I imagine them having specialty shops because they're so popular. Anyway. Probably. He claims that Bigfoot sightings go back over a century there appear to be several hundred-year-old journals and papers that mention interactions with a, quote, man-like beast, end quote. He told huh. one... What? Just, uh-huh. Uh-huh. He told one news outlet, 
Those who don't believe are entitled to their opinion, but the thing people need to keep in mind is that there is also a lot of land out there that nobody has ever stepped foot on, or that people were only on for a short time. People who scoff at those that have encounters should remember they weren't there when it happened. Some witnesses are scared out of their minds from encounters. But also, I'd be scared out of my mind if I saw a bear. So, and that's pretty explainable. Yeah. And there are black bears in that area. What happens when a black bear, when it gets old? Its fur turns gray. And also, they stand up. They stand up on their hind legs, especially if they have support like that V-tree that that guy was talking about. Lee was talking about. Yeah, they can get about eight, nine foot. That's about what they're talking. Eight and a half to nine feet seems to be the the height they like to talk about. Um, and then in McCurtain County, there's also generations of stories about something not quite human in the hills of southeastern Oklahoma. Hills have eyes. Um, apparently 2010 was a big year for sightings, as Charles Bitten also reports, um, having seen a Bigfoot a few miles north of Broken Bow while on a turkey hunt. The dude's name was Jim Butcher, and that was actually the year he released the Bigfoot thing. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, Alright, are you ready for, yes. um, Charles Benton's fun little story? Because yeah. this one's fun, and feel free to interrupt with anything you have to say, because... Wait, is this not Bigfoot related? Oh, no, it still is. Okay. Quote, behind me, I could hear this moaning, this grunting. <laughs> I could feel it almost. I oh, was, I bet he did. <laughs> I was there on my all fours for a minute. He got roofied and raped by Bigfoot. When I got back to my knees, I was getting up. Right there between those two trees that look like a V, another V tree, which kind of makes me laugh. The thing turned and looked right at me. I ran up this hill right past my blind and tent and all my camping stuff, ran right to my truck and never came back. So Bigfoot was tugging one out to him hunched over a log. <laughs> I don't know, but the way that he described it, I found rather humorous. Moaning, grunting. I could almost feel it. I was on <laughs> I was on my all fours. Bigfoot spiked his water bottle. And... Just like, dude, that sounds so bad. Because when I was reading it, I was the like... mysterious giant. Am I reading this right? That's part of why I ended up just quoting whole stories was because I read this one and I was like, I have to do that. <laughs> Uh, in the area near Broken Bow, uh, where this s- supposedly happened, Benton's story is not a standalone. In fact, in 1972, a low-budget horror named The Legend of Boggy Creek was made about a creature just across the state border in Arkansas. So what were you going to say? So Broken Bow is kind of a Bigfoot rapey area. It might be. We uh, we it's have no ground. data on that subject. But I'm, I would carry bear mace just in case. Uh, you know what won't... I'm going to pull a Robert Evans. You know what won't 
pull a Bigfoot sexual assault, though. Ads and services? Ads! Okay, so, I hope if you... that was a Bigfoot-sponsored ad, I am not sorry. <laughs> I'm almost positive it was an ad of me talking about Anchor, the <laughs> app I use to make this podcast. I hope so. Um... So, Bigfoot isn't so much a surprise for the kinds of people we have here, <laughs> or the terrain, or the animals, or the fact there's a ton of land with no residents. But how about a uh, freshwater octopus? It wouldn't surprise me in Oklahoma. Of course, it wouldn't surprise me to have a freshwater Bigfoot. Every year, there's a handful of freshwater octopus sightings in the man-made lakes, like... Thunderbird, Ulaga, and Ten Killer. Everybody has a Lake Ten Killer story. Anyway. <laughs> Mine's just mostly about people finding corpses. Uh, yeah, that's usually. <laughs> <laughs> it's that or drugs every time. Or both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were doing drugs and it got ruined because we found a horde of corpses floating by. <laughs> According to eyewitnesses, the octopuses are anywhere from horse to jeep size with copper skin and some even claim it's responsible for the abnormally large number of drowning deaths in Oklahoma. Um, first things first, it's octopi. No, it's not. Both are acceptable. You were lied to. It is not octopi because I looked. Okay, so uh, I'm believing in, like, logs floating by wrapped in barbed wire that are killing people. There's a chance of that. There's a chance of a lot of things. There's a really weird story here in a minute. So, uh, <laughs> there's no footage of, course. of it. Like, there's no video or anything like that. I feel Oklahoma's Lakes could be home to all number of horrendous creepies. They are man-made, but that doesn't mean that... <laughs> the Loch Tin Killer Monster? <laughs> like, there are some lakes that I just refuse to step foot in. I will go about knee-deep in Arcadia, and that's about as far as I'll go. That is a disgusting lake. I will not go into Lake Thunderbird at all. Mm -hmm. That is a disgusting lake. Tink. It's the reason why it's called Dirty Bird, or we called it in high school Murdy Bird. Yeah, there's lots of bodies in that lake, and it's, like, only six miles away from our house. Yep. Oh, and every now and then, ancient bodies will float up from the cemetery that's underneath it. Yeah, that's kind of like Arcadia. Arcadia Lake was just, a, they flooded the town. We need to do one over Thunderbird, and Ooh. it's village underwater. We can, we can do that. We may do, like, a flooded towns for man-made lakes. Um, so cryptid researchers seem to think it is a cephalopod, specifically an octopus, and they believe it could be the first of a breed of freshwater octopus. Though odd, it isn't impossible, as octopuses have been scientifically documented as living in freshwater temporarily. <clears throat> Would you like an example of that? Yes, please. Because it happened in our next door state as well. Like in Conway, uh, Lake Conway in Faulkner County, Arkansas. Yep. <laughs> it, it was most likely a released exotic pet, 
But it did survive long enough for a fisherman to find it while fishing. So they either, like, the timing was crazy and they dumped it just minutes before he got there to fish. Or it survived a while in fresh water. Because it was still alive. So we need to buy an octopus and test out this theory. I would rather not. Can... Oh, no animal abuse? No animal abuse. And I don't want to have to go through all the hoops to find an octopus either. Anyway. I roll. Yeah, they can't hear your eye rolls. Unlike some people. Yeah, it's that supersonic mom hearing I've developed in the last few months. You're welcome. Supposedly, the Oklahoma octopus eats anything it can fit in its beak. Alas, no evidence exists as those who have been supposedly drowned by the octopus have no sucker lacerations, lacerations on their bodies. That's where the toddler went. <laughs> now, August 19th, 2017, officials confirmed someone did find an octopus in Grand Lake in northeastern Oklahoma, near Venita, where my family's from. But it was after a massive storm hit that had left extensive damage in the area, and they were able to explain that the octopus came from a seafood buffet at the Yacht Club. Apparently, it was thrown into the lake as a joke. <laughs> and someone found it and they were like what the heck and so the joke worked out but yeah I thought that was pretty funny oh I hope that wasn't super loud and annoying uh, what my laugh or and no me moving the mic around to the other side because I'm so much louder than you I did find this really hilarious excerpt about Oklahoma from mythicalbeastwars.com when looking about the freshwater octopus. Quote, As for what Oklahoma looks like, meh, no idea. But from my description up above, it seems to be a watery, murder-filled hellscape. End quote. Oh, dear lord. And I thought that was really, really, really funny. It a watery murder-filled hellscape. It's actually really dry here if you the person who wrote that ever happens to listen to this. It's usually dry and dusty. Like we had a whole dust bowl and that's why we built all the lakes. But, you know. Which are drying up now. Surprise, surprise. Isn't that weird? Well, not this year. This year's been a really wet year, but yeah. Um so, but according to one source, one single source that has to do with Texas uh, cryptids, um, Native American legends involving a strange aquatic creature with a craving for human flesh goes back over two centuries. And the beastie is reddish-brown with long arms or tentacles and is about as big as a horse. Kelpies. Okay, what is that? It was from Harry Potter. Oh, 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 sorry. Yeah. yeah, they uh they live in freshwater lakes and they drag people down and tie them up and eat them in the kelp. Like okay. freshwater kelp. Yeah. It's a UK creature. Yeah, not so much over here then probably. It sounds they sound a lot alike. Um supposedly the octopus was exposed on Animal Planet's lost tapes. But like most supernatural encrypted footage, it's anything but clear and definite. It's very like, oh, did you see that? It's very Zach 
Baggins, Baggins, whatever his last name is, from Ghost Adventures. <laughs> I'm sorry, where... you said Baggins, and I was thinking Lord of the Rings. Sorry, I'm on a fiction set. Like the uh, guy from Ghost Adventures where like somebody steps on a creaky floorboard, and he's like, did you hear that? Oh my god, they're trying to talk to us. And it's like, <laughs> bro, no. Or, oh, I got goosebumps. Like, yeah, it's probably a drafty building with all the holes in the windows. <laughs> like, it's like one of those types You walked in from the AC vent. <laughs> situations. So, how do you feel about the? Because I told you that it was, like, really bizarre and weird. Yeah, that, oh, wow. Like, that. that's a new one. I'd never heard of the Oklahoma freshwater octopus. Mm-hmm. Better known as the Oklahoma octopus. If there was going, if there was going to spontaneously, like, have a, a new animal in yeah. Oklahoma, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, if we have. There was suddenly going to spring forth this whole new breed of freshwater octopus. It would probably happen here. We've got enough weirdness going on. Like, you still every... won't let me talk about the spider that shouldn't exist. Everybody talks about Florida being a weird place and having the weird things. And everyone always underestimates Oklahoma until you've been here. Because if you stay here a week, you'll have at least five weird encounters that you'll have no explanation for other than you're in Oklahoma. Right. Would you like to talk about your spider? Do you want that to be your fun fact? Yes. Okay, talk about your spider. So for my fun fact, I would like to talk about the hobo spider. It is a, a inbred mutant of the hybrid. Hybrid. Inbred is like okay. It is I, a hybrid. Hills have eyes. <laughs> That's inbred. Okay, so hybrid it is a mutant. Is a mix. <laughs> so it is a hybrid of a black widow and brown recluse that gets to the size of a tea plate, like the little tiny saucers. Mm -hmm. Gets about that big, and when it bites you. It has the uh, neurotoxin of the Black Widow, but the uh, necrotic toxin from Brown Recluses. So it'll paralyze your arm and you get to physically watch it rot away. So aren't you excited? When are you going to book your trip to visit Oklahoma, y'all? Probably <laughs> never now. Don't We're... worry, they're isolated to like the sulfur area, and you don't want to go there anyways because it stinks. Yeah, there's a reason why it's called sulfur. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. We have hot springs, but you smell them four miles away. Piggybacking off your spider fun fact, I could talk about the tarantula migration every spring. Go where for it. in certain areas of Oklahoma, it looks like little fuzzy brown rivers, even in Oklahoma City. And you'll find little tarantula holes all over your yard. <laughs> or around your, like, apartment complex parking lot. Have like... you seen the cat? <laughs> yeah. No, they're way too small. They're only, like, the size. They're the little browns. Yeah, they're the little brown ones. They're pretty cute <clears throat> if you're into that sort of thing. And only in Oklahoma. It is not illegal to own exotic spiders. Because they're all going to migrate here eventually, naturally, anyway. Like the, the kite spiders are getting pretty close, aren't they? Oh, God, kite spiders. I've only seen one of those. And I was in a bucket and was like, no, no, no. I was in, like, off the ground about seven feet up in the air. Saw one nest floating by and was like, nope, I'm coming down. I've heard too many horror stories. 
Where were you at? I was down in Chickasha. Oh, okay. Still, though, you know, that's, I don't like that. Kite spiders creep me, creep me out. Oh, come on. They just make their nests and throw them into the wind. It's not that part that creeps me out. The fact they can fly. <laughs> kind of. Who needs, I don't like the idea of flying spiders. Uh, yeah, I and I'm it. chill with spiders. We have spiders living in our home that Nova freaks out about sometimes, and I'm like, buddy, they eat the other bugs. Like, they're not gonna bite you as long as you don't like squish them against you. Yeah. Kind of like brown recluse. It's almost impossible for most spiders to bite you unless they're like pressed against you. Yeah, I had a uh, Brazilian blue bottle spider tarantula, and like right after the military, because I was still young and insane. Mm-hmm. Because they will attack the tongs. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we've got a couple of pet wolf spiders that live in our cabinets and stuff. But they don't come out of the cabinets, so it's not a problem. I know where they're at. That's the deal. Like, spiders can live in my house. As long as I know where your, like, headquarters are, I'm not going to mess with you. So, anyway. What's your fun fact? My fun fact is... Oklahoma has a grand total of zero natural lakes. Every lake in Oklahoma oh, is man-made. Like nope. Wow, I just got fact-checked. So, at least that's what Google told me. So, if Google's wrong, you can take it up with them. Um, yeah, every lake in Oklahoma is man-made. That's depressing. Because of the Dust Bowl. <laughs> because people weren't supposed to live here and settle here and farm here. And they definitely weren't supposed to farm here and not rotate crops or re-enrich the soil. But that's a different topic for a different time. Maybe I'll cover the, uh, the Dust Bowl sometime. That'll be an interesting one. Yeah, we might be able to get my grandmother on here and she can reminisce. If we want to go further in depth into the Dalton gang, we could get we could get Kenneth on here, my grandpa, cuz he'll talk about it for hours. And I was mistaken. I need to fix that. Not an aunt. His grandmother. Oh. Yeah, they think his grandmother was one of the Dalton sisters who supposedly died in a grass fire, but there was never any like death certificate for her. And then also it was real easy to just, like, take kids and raise them as your own then. Right. Hey, that's how one of my coworkers survived. He just hitchhiked all the way up to Montana from Oklahoma. Yeah. At, Cowboy. At 10, and then started working. And when they died, they left him the entire property. Yeah. He doesn't have to work for a living, but he still chooses to do this shitty job for <laughs> shitty pay, and I will never understand it. Because it keeps him out of the house. <laughs> I guess. Alright. Well, you want to tell people bye? Um, yeah. You can find me on TikTok, Facebook, and I don't believe in the other social medias. Okay, well, do you want to tell them what your TikTok oh, tag yeah, is? Oh, uh, yeah. Michael Barwick 3. There you go. And you can find him by finding me on Facebook if you're into that sort of thing. But you can find the podcast on Facebook, Oklahoma Strange Podcast, and I'm pretty much the only one who shares or comments on the stuff because I try to up my views. And it doesn't work, but it's okay. I'll keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> you can find the podcast on Instagram at Oklahoma Strange Pod. 
And you can email us your strange Oklahoma stories at strangeoklahoma at gmail.com. You can donate on Cash App, cash tag uh, Oklahoma Strangers. I think so. My brain is not good. We had birthday party for little one. Yeah. Oh, if you use TikTok, the quickest way to find me is to just search like the hashtag Oklahoma Strange. Oh, I guess he uses that. I I've I used created it. Once. it. I created it. I used it before you <laughs> created it, though. Oh. Because well. I'm not a creator. Because I have like five whole followers. Anyway. <laughs> I hit fifteen hundred probably by the end of tonight. Good for you. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Bye. Bye. Uh, I'd like to thank our executive producer, Andrew Wellmer, producers Stephanie Cordray, Katie Sanders, Glenn Sanders, Taylor Kelly, Eli Cook, and his podcast, Oklahoma As We Live, Jay England, Thomas Gens, and special shout out to Uncanny Dispatch with Cassidy Queerface and Chase Vegas. I love you guys. And stay strange. <laughs>